Part two, chapter five of Garcia Moreno by Augustin Berth. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Negotiations and Battles, eighteen fifty nine, eighteen sixty. Whilst Garcia Moreno was disarming the rebels of Riobamba, Castilla made his appearance at the mouth of the Guayas with six thousand men, whom Franco permitted to disembark, and thus give the key of this country to Peru. Then he announced a convention with Castilla to settle an exchange of territory, to which he had the audacity to invite the members of the provisional government of Quito. Garcia Moreno saw clearly that no amount of negotiation with these two thieves would prevent the dismemberment of Ecuador. He seriously contemplated, therefore, placing the Republic under the protection of France, and for that purpose letters were exchanged between himself and the French minister. But this project seemed an impossible one to the other members of the provisional government, so that, wishing to exhaust all pacific means in their power, they sent two of their members, Aviles and Gomez de la Torre, armed with full powers to negotiate with Franco, but under the express condition in no way to compromise the integrity of their territory or the independence of their nation. An equitable convention was drawn up, the terms of which were accepted by Franco, but indignantly rejected by Castilla who had not brought his six thousand men for nothing to Guayaquil, and told General Franco that he had been the dupe of his enemies. Upon this Franco flew into a violent rage, refused to sign the convention, and threw the two ambassadors into prison. They were only released by the intervention of the English charge d'affaires, and on condition that they should leave the city in six hours. After such an insult, Garcia Moreno felt that there was nothing left for the government of Ecuador but to conquer or die. After an eloquent appeal to the patriotism of the people, and having unmasked the odious conduct of Franco, he hastened to put himself at the head of the troops. The soldiers, exasperated against Franco, and stirred to the highest pitch of enthusiasm by Garcia Moreno's thrilling words, started on the 20th of January to meet the enemy. Colonel Leon, one of Franco's officers, held a fortified position on the heights of Piscurco, but waited to make the attack till the reinforcements under Commandant Zirda arrived from guayaquil garcia moreno determined therefore to forestall him and his troops made a furious charge which the strength of the position alone rendered unsuccessful garcia moreno then made a flank movement leaving colonel davalos with several companies of infantry and a squadron of cavalry to continue the attack and mask his movements this succeeded in a marvellous manner all the enemy's ammunition and baggage fell into their hands and the rout was complete Colonel Leon, with the scattered remains of his troops, fled back to Guayaquil, while Garcia Moreno sent Colonel Madonado at the head of some picked men to meet Zerda, and found him hastening from Cuenca to help Colonel Leon. The engagement took place in the plains of Sabin on the 7th of February, and so vigorous and unexpected was the attack that the victory was complete, and the greater number of the officers and men, including Zerda himself, fell into the hands of Maldonado. The latter took advantage of his success to march on Cuenca, which was defended by a small garrison under Colonel Araza. But, seeing his inferiority in numbers, Araza capitulated without firing a shot. The inhabitants of Cuenca were overjoyed and could at last breathe freely and follow their own sympathies by uniting themselves to the government of Quito. There remained only the province of Loja, situated on the frontiers of Peru. The town of Loja had, with much hesitation, joined the party of Franco. But now, seeing Garcia Moreno's extraordinary success, were inclined to return to their old allegiance. 
it was a sort of calculating policy and by reserving their act of submission they hoped to be exonerated totally or in part from bearing their share of the public burdens to cut short these interested tergiversations garcia moreno went in person to loja and in two days succeeded in smoothing away all the difficulties so that the town submitted to its conditions amidst the acclamations of joy of the whole province this series of brilliant manoeuvres left only guayaquil to general franco and even this province was devoted in heart to garcia moreno though occupied by the troops of the usurper after mature deliberation, it was decided that Garcia Moreno should return to his headquarters at Guaranda, and from thence descend the Cordilleras and fight a decisive battle with Franco and Castilla, feeling sure that a real and definitive peace could only be signed in the city of Guayaquil. End of Part 2, Chapter 5